Hello. Anyway, hi. Okay, Another week and we are here. Gina, we are. The, <laughs> you think this is our first time ever doing this? Kind of feels like the first time. Does it? Yeah, T-Money does that to people. Ah, T-Money oh, is in the house. He That's is a voice in the house. Yes, yes. going to get juicy. I'm glad. It's going to get juicy I'm glad today. glad to be in this house. This is a real beautiful house. Isn't it a Isn't nice it studio? It yes. is a beautiful That's studio. Really, really nice. Shout out to Podcast Nation. Hey, we had a busy weekend. We did have a busy weekend. So this show is going to air a little bit after a national holiday, it sit was. with a stranger, but yeah. it still it needs to be talked about. It does need to. It is an important holiday. Yeah. Well, and we experienced it this weekend. We, we brought it to life. We, not intentionally. No, not at all. We happened yeah. to be at, at an event on yes. on the weekend, yes. and um, Jackie's son was performing with at his the band. the shipping company. Anyway, so we were at the show. So we were at the show, and he was performing with his band. Great song. A young gentleman came out and started dancing. Well, John Paul and his band, they were they sort of redid Billie Jean just a little, you know, okay. changed it up a bit. Out of the blue, this gentleman came out. He started dancing. He was amazing. Yeah, he was The crowd amazing. went wild. Yeah. He just kind of danced his way across the stage. He took over. In front of the stage <laughs> and then back yep. off the stage. It like was he just, was doing the moves. For that song, really? yeah, yeah, it was unbelievable. Oh, he, he knew the Michael so Jackson good. move. Yes. Oh, he oh. knew. Yeah, he was, so, he was good. so good. Anyway, Jackie said, "Gosh, I wish I would have gotten that on video." I'm like, "Well, I'll go ask him to do it again." So I marched my little self over there. I'm like, "Hey, you were amazing. Will you do this again?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, okay." So up he went, so Jackie could get him on video because right. he was so talented. Yeah. Wow. So he danced himself across the stage and back again in the front of the stage. It turned out that he was a drummer. He was a drummer. His, John Paul left the stage to say, hey, thanks, you know, great, great job. He, he happened to say to John Paul, hey, I'm a drummer. John Paul's like, oh, okay. His drummer stepped off the stage. This gentleman got on the stage. And did a drum solo. And really? he Total was, random. So anybody can say they're a drummer, right? Yeah. Oh, this guy? He proved it. He oh, was on, he, yeah, he was he, something else was um yeah. and, the, and the crowd just went nuts because it was like all these random things, things were just yeah. happening yeah. and yeah. it was all from just going up and talking to a stranger you there know you and go. that was it pretty good yeah was he homeless you know after all <laughs> no. of that he didn't look homeless to me no. Yeah. no and i'll tell you what i offered to buy him a drink and i said i want to get you a drink so and he had a friend with him yeah we and he had a friend offered, so we bought, bought them him both and his drink. friend a drink and she said and she's a drummer too, and she wanted yeah. a beer. And he said something, so I had no idea what he was, what I was ordering. So uh -huh. I went up and ordered it, and turned out to be some cognac or something. <laughs> so I, I'm sure he yeah. wasn't homeless. <laughs> yeah, he knew what to order. He knew what he knew. It's like if he was. was buying, he'd drink beer. But since you <laughs> buy double, uh, double shot of cognac, that's okay. Please. He was worth it. <laughs> Welcome to The Nooner Show. Here's your host, Jackie Wallace, Gina Guccini, and Rocky Wallace. This segment is designed to showcase the, st the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make them happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. We're humbled to welcome award-winning musician, producer, and entrepreneur Tony Green to The Nooner Show to hear his truthful and heartfelt story of fame, shame, success, and downfalls. Tony, authentically, without holding back, shares the truth of success and what it takes to get there in his new biography, Behind the Wall, written by Jackie Wallace, moi. 
So all the way from Detroit, Michigan. T Green. Welcome T Money Green. You know, to most people scared show. to come to Woo-hoo. Troy, man. Yeah. <laughs> you said Look, it's in Troy. I'm like, oh wait, Troy. But then I remember, oh wait, you got license. Yeah. <laughs> you got but then license. I don't have license now. They just suspended them. Oh. Crazy, yeah. man. Do they know who you are? Uh, evidently not, but they're gonna know. Yeah. Yeah. Some crazy stuff going on. The world is beating me up right now. I'm just holding, keeping a smile. That's okay. That means you're ready to level to, up again. Something, something else, new. Yeah. Is That's coming. the way it always do. Yeah, yeah, you have to get. Well, yeah. I mean, you kind of said that all along. But anyway, let's get to the book. Congratulations. I love we the did book. It. Yeah, and congratulations you so much. to you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Finally, everybody's finally. like, "Who's Jackie Wallace?" Yeah, they're still. They always say that. Who's Jackie Wallace? <laughs> yeah. Who? Who? This is Jackie, man. One of these days really in my life, it. somebody's going to say, "Oh, I know her." But hey. uh, anyway, congratulations. Yes, we did you. it. Thank Finally, you. the book is out there. Um, so much is happening, too. It's yeah. um, popping. Yeah. It, it really is. And I'm, like, excited because I got all that off my back. Like, yeah. I wanted people to know, you know. Yeah. Because it's hard holding all kind of stuff that you, you've done. And, you know, somebody just told me on um, Clubhouse last night, you know, somebody told me everything you did. And I didn't even know you. You know what? That's There's still so, a lot of people that don't know me. Well, you know what's really interesting? Because I obviously was paying attention to your Facebook page because you have a tendency to tell everything. And I, <laughs> I, I would have to call T. And and I, take like, honestly, even the cover of this book. We So I sent him this cover as just like, hey, this is just kind of preliminary. What do you think? All of a sudden he posted it. I was like, dude, take that down. Take it <laughs> off. This is between you and me. So I, so I always watch his <clears throat> Facebook page. It's just like another child. It's yeah. Kind yeah, of it, it comes is. To well, that. he calls me mamager. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one of the interesting things is how many people did say that were in your circle. I had no idea, no idea. And, and I'm like, when I do something for somebody, I mean, I have a way of always telling somebody who somebody else is. Right. It seemed like everybody just keep me, keep me quiet. You know, T Green, can I get you to play something on my record? And I come out and play and do it, and they don't even say it. You know. Yeah. But they're not very smart because no, they should great. be using yeah. that to their advantage. Uh, but, I, I think it's just the fact that nobody um, here, especially now, California is a big difference. Right. But here, especially, nobody really helps big nobody up. But they haven't done it yet. Let's put a yet. At well, yeah. But scene. I mean, they have. They had to with me because I made it happen. Well, but, you you did get a lot of support with this book, though. Yeah. I mean, it's doing well because people are supporting you. Yeah. You know, um, but I do want to talk about behind the wall. Okay. The title because you came up with that title. Yeah. And to me, um, it kind of really explains. Like in the beginning, I didn't understand it until. Right. We got Until into the story, yeah, yeah. but talk about behind the wall. Behind the wall. So I had in my mind, I visualized like a wall with all kind of platinum and gold records. Which you which have. Which I see, right. And then I said, but you know, behind that wall, behind the plaques is a story because each one of those things had to be created. It's different people you deal with. And so, and I couldn't be up front. Like, so with the dramatics, Behind the wall, I'm playing bass, band directing, writing songs. But you don't know it. You know, the, you see the dramatics. Right. Oh, that's Ron Bain. Oh, that's LJ. You know that. But you might not know it's Tony Green. And that always, it never bothered me because I just keep doing what I do, you know. Mm-hmm. 
but behind the wall is is was the stories behind these records. It's what I first said. And then somebody else said, T, you the guy behind the wall pushing everybody over it. Yeah. So that's another thing. Because I helped. It was a great I've helped, title. Yeah, I've helped, it was perfect. I've helped so many title. people. Yeah. You know, and I could just, when the guy said it, I just imagine myself pushing people over the wall and they make it, you know, they yeah. made it. Like, and that's a testament to your strength. Yeah. Your strength as an individual, your strength as a, as a, as a team player, as someone part of the group supporting others. And not everybody can do that because yeah. often people will do it for a little bit and right. then they'll, you know, oh, enough about this. You know, right. what about now it's got to be yeah, my turn. It's about turn. me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's got to be about me. Uh, they say uh, you know what? Likely. That's a really good point, Gina. And I think, uh, that's kind of what came out of this whole book, too, is it wasn't really just about a bass player in Detroit who worked his way into all these different opportunities. Because right. name some of the albums that you are on, some of the big albums. Well, first of all, I mean, let's start with the with the dramatics, okay? we um, They had three different albums that I wrote a lot of songs on. And one uh, was the Ten and a Half album, and one was the Dramatic Way album, and then the other was the Do What You Want to Do album. And it just so happens, now the Dramatics have had tons of albums, but only one went gold, and that was the one that I wrote three songs on. Wow. So, And the rappers have sampled a lot of the music, so yeah. I'm loving that too. Right. But then after that, we had the Dramatics had a group called Five Special, and we had hit records with them, their albums. And then as I jumped over into the hip-hop, you know, so it goes on to Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, Warren G., uh, Vesta. Snoop Dogg. You know, Snoop Dogg. I mean, you know, I'm yeah. just on. I mean, you were on Gin and Juice, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm on oh. Gin and I'm playing that whole album, Gin and Juice yeah. and mm -hmm. uh, the the Let Me Ride remixes and the Gin and Juice remix. And I almost like forget now. You've done so much. How much. Yeah. Yeah. And then people say, T, you remember this one? I'll be like, oh, damn, I ain't heard that in a long time. Yeah. But it's hard to remember when you've done a lot. And then especially because I'm not the kind of person that ever wanted to brag about what I was doing. So to me, it's just another thing, you know, like another session. When Ice Cube called me in, I played the bass for Ice Cube. It was just another session, like no yeah, big deal. Do you ever think of, you know, how many musicians would love to get a call from Snoop Dogg or? Yeah, and know. here I am friends with him. You yeah, know, I'm in right. the studio right now. Dr. Dre that, and that, say, here, I need you to do this, this, and this. When they come to town, I see them. Uh, I'm doing right. an album. I'm just now almost finished. Um, I'm doing the album to turn into Snoop for Death Row. And it sounds just like a Death Row album. And now is this, can you tell us the name or no? Uh, is oh, it the yeah, third? Yeah, it's Organized Chaos okay. Hour 3. Because you already did one and two, which yeah, is I in the book. Yeah, I did one and two, right, Okay, 25 years ago. Okay, and word on the street is that I might know one of the musicians that might be featured on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you definitely going to know one. And I got the song ready for him. You do? Yeah. Is that I John did, Paul that's Wallace? That's what I called, yeah. That's I what I heard. Him. Yeah, I wanted John on the album. That's just, exciting. That's Pato was on there, exciting. and I wanted John on there just because I wanted a little bit of, you know, pop R&B type. Mm -hmm. When I say I do an album, people say, oh, you doing an album, man? Wow, I can't wait to hear the bass. Well, of course, I'm playing bass on the record, but I'm not a guy that wants to do a bass album. Right. You know, that's to me like, yeah. For what? I'd rather do the compilations because I get to bring up seven or eight new artists. Yeah, that's so cool, which is what you've been doing forever for in your time. career. Right, right, and right. that's the whole, that was the whole, the whole story day, yeah. of Behind the Wall. Yeah. How'd your career get started? Uh, Just wanting to please my mother. 
uh, you know, and not really having a lot and and not being a guy who liked to be in trouble. So when I got a chance to get in, when I was in high school, I went to one school, Northwestern. Everybody was great. I would have never got noticed at Northwestern. And then they ended up kicking me out, and I went to Mumford, and I was a star because there was no competition at right. Mumford. James Jamison Jr. went to Mumford, but he wouldn't show up in the stage band. And so when I got there, the stage band teacher said, you'll show up every day? I said, yes, sir, I'll show up every day. And when James Jamison Jr. came two weeks later, he was like, oh, look at your replacement over there. You know, so he hated me ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Rest his soul, he he died. Um, drugs and alcohol killed him early. As and that's they, another thing, too. a lot of music. You got to know when to quit. Yeah. A lot of drugs that I end up doing over the years, what made me stop is because I never wanted my mother to see me in the hospital over something stupid. Now, you mm-hmm. know, you break a leg or something, they see Right. You. But drugs. Right. I knew that would have let her down. So I was able to just stay away from that and just concentrate on playing. So keep a smile on her face, keep some money in her pocket, keep mm-hmm. the bills and the lights on. Because mm-hmm. I was raised to, I'd be glad when you get 18 so you can help us pay these bills. Mm-hmm. Not so you can get out and get on your own and do, like, I probably would have liked that a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, I would think. You know what I mean? Because now <laughs> right. I've been, yeah. you know. Because I've given away a, a tremendous amounts of money for my parents, and they seem like they never really ever got out of the hole. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of money gone, but at least, you know, the house is still intact and everything. Right. So Now, um, has Snoop Dogg, uh, did he get a copy of the book? No, but they, um, Jasmine, who's Team Snoop, she's uh-huh. the leader, um, I'm sending her the album and the book together. Really? Yeah. Okay, good. They're excited about it. She told him about it. She said he's excited about it. Is he? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting because uh, your row. first meeting with Snoop Dogg is all in here, the yeah, whole story yeah, the of whole how deal. you first met him. Beautiful. And- I mean, just just the fact that I was with the Dramatics and he was a Dramatic fan. His right. mama loved the Dramatics. Right. Matter of fact, when I brought the Dramatics in, I didn't tell you this, but for several of the mothers of the rappers, was straight up acting like groupies, man. Really? Yeah, I'm like, you <laughs> ladies are old as I don't know what. Because she was like, how did you get the dramatics on there? No, you don't have a real dramatic. And Snoop was, yes, I do, Ma. I got Ron Banks, LJ. And she had just had this meet him. And then when she met him, I mean, they was just always together. And she just hung out. And but, I like that, too. So. so she didn't care that her son was Snoop no, Dogg? No, and, she didn't care and, nothing about that. It was Dr. About the Dre no didn't care about dramatics. that. She wanted to be with the dramatics. Yeah, yeah, and that was really great. We don't want to give away too much of the book because we want people to go ahead and to and read it. However, a couple questions for you. One you being, it. as you were writing this book, were there parts of this difficult to write, knowing that people were going to read this? No. I don't think it was. Uh, and then Jackie, who's the actual writer, I was able to tell the stories to her. And I didn't mind. I didn't hold back on some stories. There's a few that a couple people mad at me right now. Uh-oh. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm, I said, hey, like yeah. Wooten, uh, Wooten, the Willie, mm-hmm. uh, William, the guy who left me behind. And, yeah. And, yeah, and I cornered him. So he called me out of the clear blue like two weeks ago. Uh-oh. T, what's this I heard? I'm in some book, man. Now, first of all, he about this tall. <laughs> And I said, <laughs> which I is said, not very tall. When I he said, puts his hand yeah, out. <laughs> I said, well, there's a lot of people in the book. I mean, I said, a lot of people didn't make the book, man. Right. He said, but they said you was, you punked me off or something. I said, no, let me just remind you of the story. And when I told him, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. 
I said, yeah. I didn't say nothing crazy. Like, I yeah. choked you to death. You yeah. Know. <laughs> you know. I well, because I'm you sure said the that, truth. Uh, that everybody that you talked about would want to be, you know, a person that now has been part of your success yeah. because we all want to be part of the outcome, not the process. You, right, yeah. you know, shed yeah. light on the process. So I shed light on him and he, uh, so after I talked to him, he was cool, you know. Okay. But it's a couple of people. I know, uh, I think Ryan Banks' family is a little mad at me, but I had to get that off because yeah. I was in shock that day. And, you know, those kind of things happen. So when you get the book and you see it, it happens, it's just some things that, you know, that, that make you say, what the hell just happened, you know? Yeah. I, I think the whole thing, like one of my favorite quotes, honestly, from you was, um, people have no idea what the fuck took place behind the scenes. There's an invisible wall, and behind every wall lies a story. And I think, I, I find, you know, you didn't really throw anybody under the bus. No. Um, the stuff you did, we didn't write. Right. <laughs> we yeah. didn't print. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... In every success story, you know, we always see the outcome and we think it's all sexy and glamorous, you know, but it you go through a lot of bullshit to yeah. get to that beautiful, glamorous, yeah. you know, yeah. ending And then that only lasts a minute. No, So I you think, know. you know, the stuff you did say is you just talked about your experiences and right. they weren't all great. Right. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of obstacles in this business. So yeah. um, let's talk about those obstacles for okay. a minute. Not just the stuff you have gone through, but you've been in the music business forever. You did it. You made a living out of the music business. Right. You worked your way into some amazing opportunities. Right earned a reputation where you can live off royalties now, right. which is what every, I think, or most people pursuing music would love would to do. So. Would. They don't want to work at a pizzeria and right. then go do music. Yeah, they yeah. want to do music. Um, how do you do that? Well, you just really have to starve sometime. Okay. You have to. That's the sacrifices yeah. you make. You have to be by yourself sometime and feeling down on yourself. And it just makes you say, well, I could sit here and feel down on myself or I can go over there and try to do this, you know? And then when you get over there, they're like, oh, T Green, man, we don't, you know? Yeah. You're like, wow, why was I just at home all down and out? So a lot of times we are our own setback. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you have to, and I know like even now, I'm invited to a thousand different things. I don't go anywhere. Do you think anybody who's pursuing a dream ever feels like they're not behind a wall? I mean, do you ever really get out from behind the wall? Because I would imagine even Snoop Dogg with everything. Yeah, as some much wall. As, it's some I'm kind sure of wall. there's some wall. Yeah, it's going to always be some kind of wall. But when you got, you know, two, three hundred million, I think it's an easy, you know, it's I can look at the nice wall all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I can sit and yeah. look at the wall forever if I had two, three hundred million behind so it. So let's go back to some of the sacrifices you made, though. You, you're saying, you know, there's times when you, you have to go hungry. There's times when you have to be by yourself. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I just decided to not even concentrate on anything but music. So once you do that, now you know it's going to be some hungry days. It's going to be days you don't do things, you know. And I said, forget it. I didn't, I didn't care. I just I just went past the, the length of time. Like my father worked a job and played music at right, night. Right, right. And he was, that. that's really successful. Right. Even though I said, man, I'd never worked that job and play music. It well, was, was going to be just dumb. music. Yeah, I should have. We got a job along with it because then you don't feel the the, the, the beat down of not having something. Yeah. It was I, a lot of times in my pocket, I didn't have nothing. Yeah. You know, 
And then you learn, once you learn that you're not built on money or or having something, then you start feeling, I feel good about that. Because right. I do know a few friends that's on top, and they die when they, you know, can't do something or, or you know, man, yeah. I, I, that record didn't do as big as I thought. You know, I don't have that problem. Right. What I, hear, what I hear you saying is that your confidence, yeah. that you were confident. Talk about that, about your confidence, where it comes from, and, and what makes you such a confident person. The bass made me confident. When I got really good on the bass, mm. because when you come see me at the show, you know, I'm constantly showing off, you know, and I'm playing the hell out of my bass. I remember this guy told me uh, when the dramatics broke up, it was two dramatics for a minute. And he had his woman in the audience, and he was like, I don't know if it's going to be, if we're here with the right dramatics, but we'll see in a minute. And then when I came out, he said, oh, yeah, this is the one. And he came and told me, he said, big man, when I saw you, I told him we got the right dramatics. So that confidence came behind my bass because I could just stand there front and center and play the hell out of it. I used to watch my mother and father see standing ovations come around them while I'm playing, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what a confidence, even today, I could pick up the bass and still kick a plenty ass if I wanted to. And you give people confidence, and I can give you a firsthand experience of several years ago, we did the Nooner Show podcast, and I was a guest with you. Okay. So I hadn't yet started co-hosting, so it was my first time, and Jackie had asked me to sit on a panel. I don't know if you remember, but we were on a panel of people. Right. And I was very nervous, so nervous because I had never done anything like this. Okay. And I sat next to you okay. during this podcast and you talked to me and I probably expressed that I was nervous or whatever. And you made me feel so comfortable and yeah. you sitting next to you and being in your presence gave me the confidence to be able to talk during the podcast, Yeah. which then led me to being a co-host so I go. thank you yeah, for a, a few years ago yeah. being there, being a, someone I didn't know, yeah. and and making me feel comfortable and 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 propelling me towards this. That's great. Well, it, what so. it is is it was about just blending in. I like to blend in rather than stand right. out. A lot of places I go, really, I've done more than every other musician in the house. But it's so much easier to blend in. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and have, you, you know, yeah. Like, and you just sat next to me and talked to me like we had yeah, known right. each other forever. Hey, there and, you go. Now look and, at and you. he didn't even, know, and he probably didn't even, you probably didn't even realize you did that for her. Right. No, uh, no it's just another he, day. He didn't know right. who I was. I was right. just, right. you know, some yeah. girl sitting next to him. A stranger. Right. A stranger. I remember that. I now remember your best friend. Yeah. That was a stranger. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah. T, congratulations. I know you've got a lot of interviews you have been doing and a lot of, not more interviews coming up. Right. You have some exciting people in your corner that um, I know have been reaching out to you. And here's the thing, just to plug the book a little bit, this is not just for musicians. It's really about anybody who feels like they spent a lot of their career helping other people achieve success and um, never really getting acknowledged for it, which is a lot of people. It's very relatable, and I think that's why it's doing well. Yeah, it probably is. So thanks for sharing your story. Yeah, the story was important. I'm glad I got it off. And now it's, it's a whole nother story. So, but we we working on one at a time. But as as life goes on, it's just always something new that I'd like to talk about and get it off my head, you know, because these things, you got enough that sits on your shoulders. So yeah. I'm glad I live a happy life right now. You know what I mean? Good. Like I'm not 
Yeah. That's the difference in a lot of people that's clawing to make it. That's the definition of success. Yeah, because right I'm there. like, I'm great. Like, yeah. I, if I don't um, do anything, and I mean, you're not rich, but I got a good woman. I got, you know, the things that I got family. Yeah, you got a good life. You know, and a brand new dog. So, yeah. I'm, I'm good. Zeus. <laughs> Zeus makes me. Uh, Are you ever going to stop? Like Are you ever going to give up music? Are you ever going to retire from it? No. Never? No, you know how I, I know I'm not because I said I wasn't going to record anymore. And I got right back in the studio and did that. Um, and I said, didn't I say I wasn't going to do this? It's like when I'm <laughs> when I'm trying not to eat sweets. And I walked into the gas station. Yeah, you're not getting nothing this time. Don't even do it. And then by the time I get in my car, I got, a, you know, some. $20 for it to sleep. Yeah, I got a hostess Twinkie. Yeah. You know, I have no uh, willpower, so. I can't quit. Well, I I, I disagree with you. You have a lot of willpower. Oh, so well, not when it comes to sweets. But when it comes, we all have something we're, okay. we're weak at. But you right. you've managed to do what you love. Yeah. And you've done it forever, and you've made a living at it, and you have the ultimate successes to be happy. And yeah. you 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 have that. My dad, so and my mother was happy. My parents were happy. You know. Yeah. I got children that I would like to leave the, a lot of the music to, or if I got the money, be able to leave them the money to it. Yeah. But at, at the same time, I tell my kids, you got to work for it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like my daughter, Daddy, send me uh, send me that track that, no, Tony, yeah. no, write you something, boo. Look, write something, and I, I put some of the greatest musicians on her music, though. That's awesome. Yeah, they, I said, call Uncle Rand, call him Uncle Randy when I call you. <laughs> Uncle Randy, I'm Tony. That's funny because that's what I tell my kids. Just call him Uncle T. <laughs> yeah, you can get anything out of it. <laughs> I learned that from you. Anyway, all right, we have fortune cookies here. The way this goes, we toss the cookies, and wherever the prongs have landed facing you, that is your cookie. T, oh, yours is too. the orange one there. And uh, let's do Behind the Wall. And again, the okay. book Behind the Wall is available digital or print. Um, yes. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or anywhere really. Any, um, any. I like it. They, we got some good stars behind it. Like it's yeah. doing pretty and good. And social yeah, media, we do. People can find you on social media. Yeah, you can find me on you know on Instagram at Tony Green seven thirty one, or Facebook Edward Tony Green, or Wikipedia Edward Tony Green. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay, mine's good. You will inherit some money or a small piece of land behind the wall. Wow. All right. Wow. T-Money. You read yours. Excitement and intrigue follow you closely when wherever you go behind the wall. Mine says, your everlasting patience will be rewarded sooner or later behind the wall. All right, Liz is with us, and she is is going to talk about confidence. Confidence. So why is confidence important? Confidence is important because it is basically the essence of who we are and how we present ourselves, right? So if we present ourselves as fearful and um, lacking self-esteem and not confident in how we portray ourselves, depending on your job as well, that's going to be super important, um, that can whittle us down and create a negative mind space. So when we have a negative mind space, we will find times that we can't sleep well, that we wish we had done this or that in our lives. We have a lot of regret that we live with because the confidence didn't give us the strength to do something. You know, the should haves. 
that we hear all the time, the should ofs. So building your self-confidence is important. And that is by achieving very small goals that you have for yourself that make you feel better about yourself. And with that, and with the accolades you get from that, you become a more confident person. Before we go, remember to like, subscribe, and follow Tony and the Nooner Show. Yes. Like, subscribe, and follow. And we will end with sometimes the only mode of transportation is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith. Have a great week and happy birthday, Team Money Green. Thank you very much. Thank you, ladies. Behind the wall. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you.